0: Welcome to Wisdom Keys for Your Success, the podcast that will share the keys for you to achieve success, discover your purpose, fulfill your dreams, and most importantly, show how unique and special that you are. And now, here is your host, Kent Wise. Welcome to Wisdom Keys for Your Success. Thank you for tuning in today. And we want to continue on the topic that we started on our previous podcast. Uh, and that and topic was how to get along with anyone and how to connect with people. And I believe that is so important right now, especially in the environment that we're living uh, living in right now, where the morale is kind of low in the workplace, where there's high turnover, where people are burned out, uh, overworked. Uh, we see this in, in, in just during the workplace when we're out in in our homes or in schools. But the thing that's still important is that we have to get along with people and how to uh, connect with people. And it is so important that we learn these keys that we talked about last week. I'll go over those keys. But it can help you just become more happier and just, just instill a positive attitude in you. Because we as human beings, we have to connect with one another and get along with each other. And the key to success, one of the keys, I should say, to success is to have productive and fruitful relationships, whether that's in the workplace or your job, in your home, in your school, at your community. That leads to a positive morale, and it also leads to productivity. And we talked about two top reasons why people leave their jobs. It is amazing that number one, the number one reason why people don't leave their job is, is because of a lack of money. Money is not the number one issue. The number one issue why people leave a job or quit an employment is they don't feel appreciated or valued. And the number two, they do not get along with their immediate boss or manager. So those two keys are very important. And people fall out in relationships all the time and there are millions of dollars every year being wasted on training and retraining employees who stay at a job but maybe two weeks, three weeks, three months, six months, and they're out of there because of those two reasons. They don't feel appreciated or valued. They don't get along with their manager or immediate boss. And many relationships are destroyed or damaged because people cannot get along with each other. So in our previous uh, podcast, we talked about the seven tips or keys, and we went through three of those. The first one, and two, and you can pull it up and listen to it. We won't go too much in detail as we uh, review those. But the first one was treat others the way you would want to be treated. Treat others the way you would want to be treated. Second one, one was accept people as they are. Accept people as they are. And number three, greet and smile to others first. Greet others and smile at them. (laughs) It makes a tremendous difference. We talked about the one thing I will talk about. I think this resonates with most people, especially pet owners, specifically dog owners, that no matter how hard your day was, how frustrated you may have been, when you come home your dog is happy to see you. It's going to wag his tail, uh, uh, lick his tongue out because it's happy to see you. (laughs) And it changes, that dog changes their environment and the mood of the home and, and your mood. The good news is that you can do the same with others by smiling, greeting them. But let's move on. Key number four on how to get along with anyone and to, and to connect with others is to give sincere praise and, appreci- and appreciation. Give sincere praise and appreciation. That we talked about the second reason why people The number one reason why people leave a job or a place of employment is because of a lack, because of a lack of praise and appreciation. I know this key will resonate and transcend not just the work environment, but at home, in schools and in the community. There are two powerful words in our language. And if you can use these two powerful words, boy, it just man that just everyone loves to hear it. Everyone, I've never heard anyone says I don't like to hear this. And those two words are thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Here's some examples of so thank you. Thank you for hitting your goals. Thank you for your effort. Thank you for responding back to me in a timely manner. Thank you for the great meal that you prepared. Thank you for taking out the garbage. Thank you for doing your homework. Thank you for the present you gave me. Thank you for the clothes that you gave me. Just an attitude of gratitude. That's what I call it. People that are thankful are generally more happy. And then when you give thanks to other people, they appreciate you and they value you more. Well, I want to encourage you if you are any type, if you are in, in any type of leadership position, whether it's at church, in the workplace, at school, at home, use those. I'm going to encourage you to use those words, two words more often. Thank you. And to give sincere praise. Make sure it's sincere, though. And be specific as possible, much as possible. I said before, thank you for hitting your goal. That's specific. Thank you for your effort. Thank you for your time. Responding back to me in a timely manner. Thank you. A great example is my wife's birthday, her last birthday. We decided as a family that we were going to celebrate at home. So instead of going out to a restaurant and doing other things outside the home, she wanted something at home. So we ordered food in, well, we decorated parts of the home and we were just going to enjoy my wife and children, just enjoy celebrating her birthday at home, opening up her gifts and enjoying a good meal. And, And as we were decorating, I said, oh, you know what, we don't have balloons. I forgot to buy balloons. So I drove to a place about a mile away from the home that sold balloons. And I get there and I saw that, uh, I asked the manager, you know, I need probably a dozen balloons. And she said, oh, sorry, sir. You know, our helium machine is down. We only have two or three balloons available. And I was disappointed. I said, oh, okay, because the next location I would have to drive to is, you know, probably another 15 to 20 minutes away to buy these balloons. But she said, wait a minute. Let me see what I can get out of this helium machine. It's down, but I may be able. It's down to the general public because we can't blow up a thousand balloons. But let me see what I can do. I can't promise, but let me see what I can do. So she proceeded to the area where the helium machine was. And she was able to blow up about seven to eight balloons for me. And I was happy and grateful for her doing that because uh, she went out of her way. And I told her, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Because you went out of your way and you you did this for us and you made our day a lot better. And I even went a step further. I said, let me have the contact to your district manager or location. Because I want to give you the proper accolades because you went beyond and above what most people would do. And so she gave me an email not an email but the website the company's website and she said just put in the store number and tell them what I did. She was humble with it. But I was not humble with my praise. I lavished her with praise and I sent it up email up and send. And I went in there probably about a week and a half later. Now this woman usually for the most part did not recognize I'm just another customer. But when she saw me <laughs> She gave that big smile and she was just so happy. She said, you know, my district manager got that. And for the most part, they hear a lot of complaints. Even though we do a lot of good work, for the most part, they hear complaints. She said, but I got that. And they gave me some recognition. Thank you. Sincere praise and appreciation. And be specific if you can. And that just... just." Was just it made her day. And I thought about people want to be recognized. People for the job they do. And sometimes we look for the big job, the the big award, the big accomplishment before we say thank you. But I want to encourage you, whether it's with your child, your employee, with your fellow co-worker, or with your neighbor, small thank yous along the way will add up to a big thank you to a big reward at the end. It's like planting seeds. You keep planting over and over. And you will see the harvest of your seeds. Boy, I just want to encourage you to give sincere praise and appreciation. If you're low in staff, thank those that came. They're overworked. They're they they they're doing, if it's four people, they're probably doing the work of six people, eight people. Thank them. And when you can't go out your way, give them a treat. I, you know, I do. As I uh, go out and consult companies, I say every now and then, send in some lunch, order out lunch for them. Do some things that, you know out of the ordinary to show your sincere praise and thank and, and thanks for their hard work and their effort. Even the small things. Well, some people say, "Well, that's what they're supposed to do." I understand that, and I get that. I, I'm a business owner, so I hire people out to do things for me, uh, whether it's in different areas in my aspects of my business. But I'm, I'm thankful and grateful for those people. I just want to encourage you, even with your child, it may not be an A, but it may be a B. Thank them for that. It may not be a B. It may be a C. If that's their best effort, thank them for that. It may be a D when you wanted an A or a C. If that's their best effort, thank them for that. And then watch the next level. The next time it probably will be a C or a B. Just thank you for your effort. Key number five, tip five. Don't condemn others and be slow to criticize. Don't condemn others, but be slow to criticize. I've experienced this over just my lifetime. That people can change and improve. People can change and improve. When I was in management, some people were not productive in the beginning. People were not doing what they were supposed to do, but they were still hired in to do this job. So I didn't want to be swift to condemn them and just let them go so quickly. People sometimes could have a short fuse. But just know that people can change and improve. There was one guy who I managed one time, and boy, he was not good in the beginning. But I realized over a period of time that he can change and improve. So with the proper training, patience, he became one of the most productive persons on the team. I've seen that over and over again. I've seen it at church, people who, who may not have the greatest lifestyle to begin with, and so sometimes it's easy to write people off. It's easy to say, well, this person will never make it. This person will never hit the expectations that we have for them. But they can change and improve. Remember, we are not a finished product. None of us. I'm not a finished product. So that person is improving daily. And I believe it's human nature to kind of condemn and write people off, especially when they've disappointed you or not hitting, doing what they're supposed to do or not being productive. But I think if we don't condemn others and be slow to criticize them and try to help them. And that that word condemn means just a final judgment without communicating and asking these questions. Here's some questions to ask. Are you okay? Is everything okay? Do you need more training? How can I help you? Many times from experience, asking those questions will help a person become more productive. They can say, hey, you know, everything is not okay. Yes, I do need more training in this area. How can I help you? You can help me but helping become more organized as opposed to just saying they can't do the job or they can't learn, they can't be become more effective at school. they're low they're slow achiever or, or slow learner or they're negative on the job. One thing I've learned to realize, one thing I've realized over the years and just want to throw this thought into your mind. We don't know what a person is going through. We may see the behavior and what they're doing, but we don't know what they're going through. One time my wife and I, we were at a restaurant, a pretty nice restaurant, and we sat down, we got waited on and we got sat down to eat. And our waitress, it took a while for her to come to the table, but she finally came and she wasn't the greatest waitress. As a matter of fact, she, on a scale of one to 10, she probably was more like a two, maybe two trending down. And so... I said, well, you know, what? for a minute to see, I had to catch myself because I'm like, maybe we need a new waitress because she's taking her time. She's not bringing the menu out. She's slow and not doing good. And so um, I just thought for a minute. I said, well, I need to practice what I preach. I don't know what she's going through. So she came back and finally came back and was ready to to take our order. And I said, how are you doing today? How's everything going? She broke down and started crying. She's, I'm having such a bad day. I barely made it to work. My car, I had to get a ride. My car broke down on me. My son is not doing well in school. And I'm also the caretaker for my mom. And she's about to go into hospice. And I'm behind on my bills. And I said to myself, oh my God, I'm worried about food. And she's going through a lot more she probably would wish the least problem she had was worrying about getting served and eating food on time. She's going through so much. So I did a 360. We we encouraged her. We gave her a good tip. I'm saying this not to pat myself on the back, but I'm saying this to reiterate to all of us, including myself, we don't know what a person is going through it encouraged her. She smiled a little bit. I said, we're going to keep you in prayer. We're going to be praying for you. I hope things are going well for you. Keep your head up. Things will get better. We don't know how things turned out for her, but you know, we took the stance and the premise after interacting with her. Don't condemn. Be slow to criticize. We could have said, Bring them. we want to see the manager. We want to see the restaurant manager. We want to make a complaint. While our steak and seafood is not out in time. It should be out in 10 minutes or so. We need to have our drinks replenished. While she is going through so much in her personal life, you can't weigh the two. So you may have a student that's acting up. You may have an employee that's not the same or falling behind. Boy, don't be, I just want to encourage you, don't condemn them so quickly. And don't criticize, be slow to criticize. But ask, are you okay? Is everything okay? Do you need more training? How can I help you? What can I do to help you? Even with your kids, you got a D. You shouldn't get a D. How can I help you? And I've learned over experience and over the years that people will give you and share with you the help that they need. Key number five again, don't condemn others, but be slow to criticize. Remember, people can change and improve, and we don't know what they're going through. But all things will work out for them if you encourage, if you lend out a helping hand. Key or tip number six, let people talk and express themselves. Let people talk and express themselves. I made this point, and this is, a, this is a wisdom key. Never argue with another person. Now, I know we see on our talk shows and we see people debating in the political realm and they argue and cut people off. That's in that realm. But in our personal lives, it's wise not to argue or cut people off. Let them talk. Let them express themselves. See, there's a way you can disagree without being disagreeable. I don't agree with with everything I hear in a conversation, in a meeting, but I let that person express themselves. I let her talk. I can disagree without being disagreeable. I just really want to reiterate that. Never argue or condescend a person or say I disagree with you. By doing that, you shut that person down. Their creativity is shut down. They're not going to listen to you at that point. Here's a saying that I live by. A man convinced or a person convinced against their will is of the same opinion still. A person convinced against their will is of the same opinion still. You may win the argument, but you lost the communication, effectiveness. So here's some tips that you can use instead of arguing with people. Number one, just listen. Listen to them. Focus on what they're saying. Listen intentionally. Being intentional. If you can, lean forward. Give some, you know eye contact here and there. Listen that you're concerned because you, you do want to know what they're saying. I know you want to get out something, but for me to get out the words that I need to express to them, I need to hear what they're saying. Focus on what they are saying. You know, paraphrasing, we repeat back to them some sayings like this. If I hear you correctly, you are saying da 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 Is it right that you are saying da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da? If not, let me know. That works in sales a lot there. And instead of disagreeing with people, say, have you ever, here's some things you can say as opposed to disagreeing with them. I hear people, I mean, and in the steam room where I work out and a lot of guys, they talk about sports. And they'll just disagree with one another and they'll just argue about what their favorite team or favorite sp- sports player is doing. And but. And it shuts off the, uh, the communication channels. The person's not really listening when they disagree with them so vehemently. But here's some things that you can use. Here's a couple of tips that you can say, and being dis- not without being disagreeable. Here's one. Here's another way of looking at it. Have you ever considered this? Do you think that this way? Is da-da-da-da-da-da-da. So you fill that in. You didn't say I disagree, or you didn't argue. You just gave another. Here's my opinion on this. That's an important one. Here's my opinion. Because everyone, their opinion is correct. That's their opinion. Let people talk and express themselves. Well, good listening has made me money over the years. Just listening. you know. There's a rule that I like to use in the conversation. 20% conversation, 20% of me speaking, 80% listening. So if I'm with you for 10 minutes and we're talking for 10 minutes, I want you to talk eight minutes and I'll talk two minutes. Because you are valuable. People want to be heard. And when I listen to you, it's saying that I value your opinion, whether I agree with it or not. Let people talk and express themselves. Number seven, we're, here's the last one and how to, to get along with anyone and everyone and how to connect with people. See the good and expect the best from others. See the good and expect the best from others. I have this premise about people i have this notion about people and this is a general rule for the most part there are always exceptions but this is a general rule two things that people want number one people want to succeed people want to succeed to succeed number two people want the best for their lives most people don't start a job and say, "Hey, I volunteer. I want to fail on this job. I want to get fired the first day. I don't want to reach my sales goals. You know, I don't ever want to make extra commission money. I don't want to get no overtime. I don't want to earn money. I don't want to get a raise. I don't I don't want to be promoted. I don't want to start this. I wanted to start this job to fail this job. I want to get an F in school. I I want to go to the gym and gain more weight and 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 lose muscle mass." You know, I, I, I want to save money so I can uh, uh, just throw it out in the air. Most people want to succeed. And most people want the best for their lives. If you can help others succeed and give them the keys to succeed, you will succeed. If you focus on others first and not ourselves, you will help us to succeed. Part of my business is doing educational consulting. And I say this to educational school systems and teachers across the nation. Expect the best from your students. Expect the best. When you expect the best, they'll give you the best. And I say this to uh, companies and employers. Expect the best. and They will give you their best effort. When you see the good and value in them, they'll see it in themselves. Remember. It's a general rule of thumb. For the most part, there are exceptions. People want to succeed. People want the best for their lives. I used to have a manager tell me when I first started my career, I really want you to succeed. He was a good mentor. But I used to say to myself, you don't want it more than I want it for myself. But thank you for that word of encouragement. I want it much more for myself than you would want it for me. But thank you for that encouragement. That's what I said to myself. And I learned that adage over the years of helping others succeed and knowing that they wanted more than you wanted for them. But if you help them succeed, you would help encourage them and you would learn how to connect with them. It will just resonate into a positive atmosphere and positive relationships. So we want to end there on this podcast on how to get along with anyone, how to connect with people. The seven tips are keys to doing these, uh, to get along, getting along with anyone at any time, at any place. Listen to this podcast. Listen to it over. I would want to encourage you to listen to it over and over again, and to implement these strategies and these keys, for they work. They have worked for me over my lifetime, and I've cultivated different uh, relationships with diverse different groups of people in business, in ministry, in the community, in sports, and they resonate and they work. And those keys, once again, those seven T's uh, keys. Number one, treat others the way you would want to be treated. Number two, accept people as they are. Number three, greet and smile to others first. Number four, give sincere praise and appreciation. Number five, don't condemn others, but be slow to criticize. Number six, let people talk and express themselves. And number seven, see the good and expect the best from others. God bless you and have a powerful powerful, powerful life. Thank you for listening to Wisdom Keys for your success. Please download and share this episode with your networks. We would also appreciate your support with their review. Connect with Kent Wise on social media and through his website, KentWise.com and remember you are unique and special.